This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Hi, it's Maria again. At Vigil, we wanted to take a moment to thank Billy in Space for their support. Haven't heard of Billy in Space? Then you are missing out. Billy in Space is a new sci-fi novel from Harry L.B., the creator of animated web series and Vigil favorite, Space Station 19. Billy in Space is for folks that love Alien and Dead Space as much as they love Futurama and The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Sounds a little odd, but the combination is just delightful. The story begins with the unbearably upbeat telekinetic Billy aboard the Space Cutie 7 searching for adorable animals to bring back to Earth as pets. But everything goes wrong at once, and Billy is left alone on a dark, dying spaceship where some new space horror could be lurking around every corner. How can Billy survive? Will he ever return home to Earth? What about those cute animals? I just have to say, after reading a few chapters, I found myself laughing out loud and a little creeped out. In the best way. And if that sounds good to you, it's time for you to get yourself a copy of Billy in Space. Billy in Space is available for order on Amazon.com. You can also check out an animated preview of the book on the author's YouTube channel by searching Harry L.B. on YouTube, all one word, or clicking the link in the episode description. You can also check out Space Station 19 while you're there. This episode contains strong language and themes that may not be suitable for all audiences. Please check the show notes for details about the specific content and a full transcription of the episode. Hi, it's Maria Kennedy, and it's finally time for part five of Vigil. We can hardly call this a new podcast anymore, and Vigil is now anything but a secret, but if you need a refresher, here you go. Vigil was a brilliant support hero who utilized a wide array of mental skills and no need or ability to sleep to help heroic teams and independent contractors take down criminals. This next case will give us a little bit of insight on just how he got started. Vigil. A Hero Track Media Production. I mentioned in our very first episode that Vigil's earliest cases were not recorded, so there's no way to truly understand just how he began his career. But I was thrilled when I uncovered the case files you're about to hear. They revealed that the very first hero Vigil ever helped was none other than Blossom. That's right, the Blossom. We were hoping to be able to get Blossom's thoughts on this case and Vigil in general, but unfortunately, they are currently on a long-term assignment away from the city. That being said, she did seem excited that their longtime friend was getting some attention. And friends was exactly what Vigil and Blossom were. 
Before coming across this case, there were a few files that had short conversations between the two. Here's an example of one of those conversations to give you a little taste of what their relationship was like. This is Vigil. Hey, it's Bloss. Oh, hey, what's up? I got an interview with Sanction. That's great, Bloss. That is so quick. <laughs> yeah, they heard of me from that bank thing. That wasn't a powered criminal. They, they usually only do they that they've when... they've never heard of an unsigned hero having the ability to drop a tree on someone. Well, yeah, that's... Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so, okay, listen. They've got me taking this test thing, and I'm a little stumped. <laughs> Get it? Stumped? Oh, man. <sighs> Wait. You're, you're in the interview right now? Yeah, and I'm having trouble with the test. Are you allowed to call me during the test? Oh, they didn't say I couldn't. Okay, what's the test? Okay, so there's this vault I gotta get open, but there's, like, lasers all over the place. Ah, the classic bond layer. Mm-hmm, yeah. I figured I can get some branches or ivy or something over there to it, but I can't get them through the laser grid to get myself across. Hmm. Uh, what kind of seeds did you bring? Uh, a bunch. But the trees get too big before they're strong enough for me to climb on them, and then the ivy is too unpredictable with how it grows. And you still haven't figured out how to control that? No. Have you been trying? Well, not really. I've been, like, making really big Venus flytraps, though, and those are awesome. <sighs> and I found this cape thing, too. We know that doesn't work, though. Well, not yet. Okay, well, we'll figure something out. You've known about your powers for a few weeks now. What have you learned about them? Well, when I'm in the same space as a plant, I can make it grow. Yes, but but how? What do you feel when you do it? Well, it's kind of like I know where they are and what they need to grow. So I just give them that, and then they do. Is that what you said in your interview? More or less. Okay, you need to pass this test. Uh, what do the plants need? I read the stuff you sent. Uh, sun... Water, nutrients, and other stuff. Nutrients and other stuff. Okay. Uh, have you tried only giving them some of that? Or, or, or giving it to them from a, like a specific place or something? No. Should I have? I mean, you should now. Try it with like, some of the ivy. Give it water in the direction you need it to go. Okay, it's, it's kind of working. Okay, keep trying it, and call me back if that does not get you there. Cool. Thanks, bitch. Don't call me that. Whatever, bye! Not exactly a case, but a pretty great artifact of their time together and Blossom's early career. If you don't know who Blossom is, they are a superhero with the ability to make flora grow and deviate from the natural laws of plant growth. Originally discovered, or at least we thought, by the hero team's sanction, they've gone on to amazing things— but it seems that all started with Vigil's help. Okay, now it's time to get to the case. The one we're sharing with you today took place two full months after the Vila case from episodes three and four, as Sanction squared off with a group of supercriminals in Riverview Park. At 4.38 p.m., Vigil received a call. Vigil, it's Blossom. I need your help. What do you need? Uh, I'm in the field. Uh, we were assigned a team of criminal supers, and I need help with mine. Okay, are you safe? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mine ran away, but I can't find her, so I don't know what to do. This is your first super, right? Yeah, and they're already running from me. <laughs> <laughs> Was yours the only one that ran? Uh, no. They all sort of 
scattered when we got there. Okay. Be on the lookout for traps. Who's your target? It's Impetus, uh, the flying freeze stuff chick. Okay, I'll look into her. Um, how did she get away? I have no idea. She was there, and I tried to grab her with some branches, but she teleported or something, and she was just gone. Okay, have you seen her since? No, but I've been looking. Okay, uh, let me dig into it. I'll call you back. Hit me back before I take her down, or you get no credit. It's important to note that Impetus was at the very beginning of her notoriety at this point in time. What is common knowledge about her powers now wasn't something the hero community had learned yet. All they knew was that she could fly and make things and people freeze. In fact, it seems to be what happens next that opened the door to a better understanding of her powers. Vigil called Blossom back nearly an hour later. Oh, it took you long enough. I'm assuming you still haven't seen her. Pretty confident there, Vidge. If you found her, I'll let you call me Vidge. I'm gonna anyways. Stop. Tell me where she is and I'll consider it. She never moved. She very moved. But she didn't, though. I literally watched her move. No, you watched an optical illusion move. How could you know what I saw? There isn't a camera anywhere in this park. Impetus's powers aren't what people think they are. She can't fly and she can't freeze things. She very can. I've seen it happen. No, it just looks like she does. Are you saying she's just, like, a really good stage magician? <laughs> no. No, not at all. But but she does a good job of hiding what her powers really do. Which is? <laughs> Spit it out, Vidge. Know-it-all is not a good look on you. Gravity. That's not an answer. Sure it is. Elaborate. Fine. She can manipulate gravity. She can fly by reducing it in a specific direction. You know, kind of how you can control the growth of your plants. Okay, I get that. Okay, and she freezes people by increasing the gravitational fields around them. It looks like her optimal range is about two meters, uh, but she can start affecting things as far out as five. Okay, and the teleporting? I told you she never moved. Turns out... When gravity is cranked up really, really high, it can mess with the perception of light. It's called gravitational lensing. Einstein figured it out. And her control has to be just incredible to pull off something like this. So her power is just manipulating gravity. Yeah, but she's very good at it. So much so that she's convinced everyone that that actually isn't her power. So how did you figure it out? Well, in some of her earliest crimes, she didn't have the control she has now. When she froze things, she left some cratering and stuff on the ground, and that tipped me off to the weight, or accurately, the pressure factor. The rest was just conjecture based on the things she can do. And you're sure she's in the same spot? Well, within two meters. And you're sure? Mostly. Cool. So if I just drop a tree on that spot, I'm good. I have a subtler idea. Okay, what's up? Okay, so try growing some moss across that area. Moss? Yeah, the park has moss. Some of it will grow on something that you can't see, and as long as you're connected to that moss, you'll always know where she is. Oh, like a mossy tracking chip. I like it. Okay, I'll call you back. What struck me about getting to know Blossom in this context was just how little they knew about her powers. Blossom was a late bloomer, excuse the pun, in terms of their powers. Because the effects can be subtle, they only realized they had a power once she was an adult. 
This was less than one year after she made that discovery. But let's get back to the case because a few minutes after that call, it starts to get very exciting. Vidge, I tagged her and I don't think she noticed. Okay, stop calling me Vidge and does she know that you're there? No, I'm pretty far away. Like how far? I don't know, a football field? Okay, I'm trying to figure out her range, so any information you have on distance is useful. Okay, well, she doesn't seem to see me, and there's two of her, but one isn't real. That's the effects of the gravitational lens. The optical illusion disappearing is what looked like the teleportation before. Okay, Uh, I'm going to aim a branch web around where she is now, and that should be it. I think I picked the right plant. I'm going to toss some seeds and give it a go. Okay, be careful. Keep me on the line. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Okay. How's it going? Uh, I think she got suspicious something was up when I threw my seeds. The moss is moving. If she's on the lookout now, she'll see your branches. Can you avoid the oh, direction? It's late. She spotted the branches and she's starting to fly. I lost contact with the moss, but, uh, like, I can see her now. Okay, then don't worry about the moss. Uh, she must not be able to fly and maintain the lens at the same time. Okay, it's gonna be a little tricky to snag her in the air. Yeah, but just drop some trees that can grow tall and maintain branch integrity. Uh, giant sequoias, if you have them. I don't know if I have those. They were on the list I sent you. Oh, then yeah, I've got a few. I replaced some of them with the plants that eat things. I didn't think flying opponents would be such a big deal since I can use vines and stuff. Okay, well, we're gonna talk about priorities later, but for now, uh, you gotta make them count. Okay. Almost there. Wait, oh, that's not, oh no. What's happening? It's not working. I'm making a cage, but the branches aren't going anywhere. I'm trying to grow them. How far from her? I don't know. Estimate! Sorry. Sorry. Can you take a guess, please? Thank you. Uh, A few feet, maybe. Okay, I thought so. She's probably using the intense gravity fields around her to make the plants grow in unexpected ways. Well, I can't make a cage at this stage in the growth cycle. The trees are getting too old. Okay, see if if you can use other trees to to hem her in. It's not gonna work. I'm out of sequoias. Well, we'll figure something else out. Ugh, she's clearly ready for me. I'm just gonna head back to the rest of the team and and we'll pick her up later or something. Seriously? You have a lot of other plants that could get to her. I'm out of ammo for the big guns and it could be a trap or something. Okay, yes, the trap thing is valid, but you don't need more ammo for your big guns. You, You need to get creative with what you have. I was creative and now I'm out of ideas. Bloss, I love you, but you cannot keep quitting like this when things just don't go your way. I don't always. I know you. This is a pattern, but also, just, you know, let's think about today. When you couldn't find her, you called me. Then you panicked when your plants couldn't reach her, and now you're throwing in the towel because she dodged your sequoias. You you haven't even tried that many things. There are any number of options, even if you can't stop her, if you're... Willing to try. Name one. I'll name five. You could keep at her with the shorter trees to see how long she can stay in the air. You could try to track her to make sure she doesn't go after your teammates or civilians. You could search the park for some plant life that might help you more than what you brought. You mentioned ivy before. Maybe you could Wait, find... Wait, the plant's here! 
Yes, you could look around. No, 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 not your idea. I have my own better idea. Okay, good. Yes, I was thinking about finding plants in the park, but my brain went to the acorns that I saw when we got here, and I realized, hello, I don't need ammo. If you push a plant through its life cycle really quickly... Yes, I can control its reproduction and make sure I get more ammo out of it. Very cool, and you can do that, right? Yeah, seems like it. That's amazing, Bloss. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. You're welcome. Do you still have time with the sequoias? Yeah, I didn't take them through their full life cycle when I realized they weren't going to get impetus. What's she doing? Does she know where you are? Uh... Uh... Nothing? I think maybe she might be stalling, or maybe her powers are only defensive, or both? Okay, let's assume both for now. Okay, I have the infinite ammo cheat code working now. Okay, start by trying to surround her with trees if you can. Uh, hem her in from the outside and then close the trap. Okay, okay, got it. Oh, okay. Uh, this is more trees than I've ever tried before. Uh, but it, it seems to be working. Okay, don't push yourself. Just take your time. Draw her in. What? One of my sequoias is on fire! What? Why? I have no idea! It's not even that- Another one just went up! Boss, stop growing them! Too late! The whole grove is burning! And that's all we have time for today. An incredible show of ingenuity from Blossom results in disaster as they still can't seem to reach impetus. And without healthy, unburned trees to reproduce, Blossom's chances of catching her quarry are literally going up in smoke. Was it her power's limitations? Something impetus can do? Another criminal in the vicinity? You'll have to tune in to part two of our impetus story to find out. And as a bonus, you'll get to learn even more of Vigil and Blossom's surprising friendship history as we continue to explore Vigil, a Hero Tracker original series. I'm Maria Kennedy. Vigil, a Hero Track media production. Vigil, part five. Impetus Part 1 was directed, edited, and scored by Adam Kudishat. It was written and performed by Haley Sanfilippo as Maria Kennedy, Adam Kudishat as Vigil, and Kailea Saplan as Blossom, with voiceover by Shane Staliga. Marketing by Layla Sahir. Logo and graphics by Marcus Beyer. Vigil is produced by Button Podcasts and All In Productions. If you enjoyed the show, please spread the word, subscribe, review, and check out our website at vigilpod.com. Links to our website, social media, and episode transcripts are available in the show notes. And if you want to know more about the world of Vigil, subscribe to our email list for additional insights.
the Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hi, Maria again. I just wanted to share a podcast we've been listening to here at Hero Track Media. Oracle. Season one of this anthology series explores a bunch of really cool sci-fi stories, all connected to the technological marvel known as Iris, which is where season one gets its name. And guess what? We've got the trailer for you right now. If you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to Oracle. That's A-U-R-I-C-L-E on your platform of choice. Hello, users. Iris here. So... Why do you keep calling me? I don't. My computer does. Do you want to use our names, or do you prefer if we stay anonymous? Anonymous, please. Is that okay? Welcome to Iris, an anonymous voice chat application that allows users to communicate with another anonymous person for an intimate period. Wow. (laughs) I didn't mean to dig all that up. That's the point of the app, though, isn't it? Not to feel bad about talking about this kind of stuff. What was that? Nothing. (laughs) Even Iris thinks your connection is shit. Are you a beta tester for Iris? No. Why? I just want to talk to a real person. Oh, God! I'm here. If you have not experienced Iris yet, where have you been? The time is now. Download Iris today. Oracle. Season 1, Iris. Iris.